0: what's up guys before i get into today's episode i wanted to take a moment to tell you about anchor have you ever considered making a podcast of your own because anchor has all the tools you could possibly need to create a podcast within its website and app when you host a podcast on anchor it makes it super easy to post it to platforms like spotify apple podcasts google podcasts and so many more i use it and it makes posting it to like all of the streaming platforms just so easy and it's totally free you do not have to pay anything for this great service so if starting a podcast is something that interests you definitely check out anchor.fm on your web browser that's anchor.fm or you can go to the app store and download the anchor app to get started making your own podcast today hello everybody i'm your host patrick and welcome back to another episode of Not Adding Up. This week, I have a very special co-host. I have my own mother, Lisa Hassan, the one and only, with me. Hi, Mom.
1: Hi, Patrick. Hi, everyone.
0: Are you excited to be on the show?
1: I'm excited. I'm a little nervous.
0: So, yeah, my mom is not one to be very into anything morbid, so to say.
1: <laughs> True.
0: I'm pretty proud of you. I think the only episode that you've skipped is the Oakland County. Yes. And that um, that's... <laughs> I
1: listened to the first one.
0: That's probably the first and the second are the worst but yeah that that's a very rough case you have you have sissy to thank laurel for that one yeah (laughs) she's the one who gave me that case before i get into today's case i have a little trailer promo from some of my friends over at world's true crime brad and denise have a fantastic podcast i love them so much they have been such good friends to me in the podcasting community. They helped me get into a networking group and have just given me tip after tip on how to improve my podcast and expand my audience. Not to mention the show they put together is great. Their theme music is probably the fav- my favorite that I've ever heard. I love it so much. And their commentary on their cases is just delightful, Like even if they're talking about very heavy topics they always find it they always find a way to make it enjoyable to listen to and they have dad would love this oh my gosh they have this thing that they do every episode and they like make you guess a movie
1: Hmm, and
0: it's like from the year that the case is in so it's like okay from this year and then they try to like give them little hints and of course brad he always gets them like right away and i'm like i know dad would get them and then denise always struggles and that'd be you (laughs) that would be me that would be me yep so I just wanted to give a little time to let their promo play so here it is for you guys
1: hello everyone my name is Brad and I'm Denise we are the host of world's two crime podcast every Monday we release an episode researched by me about the most heinous criminals throughout history from across the globe and then every Thursday we will release an episode from me about disappearances UFOs the unexplained and strange history To lighten up the episode, we take part in movie trivia at the time of the incidents. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, and find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We also can be found at worldstruecrime.com. So just remember, everybody, the world's not always as it seems. No, it's not. Bye, everyone. Bye.
0: All right, that about does it for housekeeping and business. So we can get into today's case. In today's case... As I always try to have somebody on who doesn't really know much about the case, I really had to have my mom because this <laughs> case is so well known. And that is the case of Mora Murray. This case is one of the most well-known disappearances that took place in the United States within the last 20 years. Definitely without a doubt, the circumstances are very baffling. And I, another reason I chose it, I chose you to be this one, is because it's not like there's no gore.
1: Thank it's, you. <laughs> there's, nothing <laughs> Thank you. Too,
0: there's nothing too brutal. It's just like upsetting yeah. and confusing. So Mora was born on May 4th, 1982 in Procton, Massachusetts. She was the youngest of four siblings and her parents, Fred and Lori, separated when Mora was six. So that was also known.
1: You said May 5th?
0: May 4th. Maybe she would be a Star Wars fan. That's, I don't know if that was before when I graduated Star Wars. from high school. May 4th? I think May 5th. Of
1: 1982?
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yes, I'm with
0: Patrick. No, it's just crazy that it yeah. like connects that way. Yeah. Mora was known to be a bit of an overachiever... She was a star athlete and a star student, and she even got accepted into West Point. Oh, wow. Yeah, like the real deal. She would only spend two years at West Point, however. She said the military wasn't for her, which could absolutely be true, but this is not the only reason why she left West Point, and we're going to get into that in a little bit. Nonetheless, she transferred to the University of Massachusetts in Amherst, does that sound like I'm saying it right? Amherst?
1: Mm-hmm. Amherst, Massachusetts.
0: And went... that Yeah, I'm glad you're pretty good with geography. So it'd be good. <laughs> Most of that time, people are like, I have no clue. And went into nursing. So it was while she was at the Math- University of Massachusetts when 21-year-old Maura Murray would go missing from the side of the road after being involved in a single car accident.
1: Gosh.
0: Her case... Has easily become one of the most famous disappearances in the true crime world, as I said, as there are multiple things surrounding her disappearance that give theorists plenty to work with. So where we're going to start is the night of the incident, and that night was February 9th, 2004. And as I said, Mora was involved in a one-car crash on Route 112 in Haverville, excuse me, in Haver Hill, New Hampshire, you'll notice that this is in New Hampshire, not Massachusetts. And Maura, at this time, had been traveling to an unknown location when she would crash her vehicle. So n-
1: no one knew where she was going. I mean, not first. Not for friends or anything.
0: We have we have some ideas. We have some um, evidence that gives us clues, but we don't have a sure a sure fact where she was going. At 7.27 after the crash, a couple who lived nearby called the police to report it, and six minutes later at 7.33, a school bus driver who lived close by as well was on his way home, presumably, and also I'm not sure if he was driving the bus at the time, but like it was mentioned in all the articles that he was a school bus driver, so maybe he was, maybe he wasn't, but he stopped and actually asked her if she was okay or if she needed any help. And Maura told him that she was okay, and she had called roadside assistance, and that they were already on the way.
1: So it was 7.30 in the morning? At night. Oh, okay. Well, then she probably wouldn't have, he wouldn't probably have had children with him. No, no, well, no, Well, it no. could have been maybe a sports or something. Yeah. Well, like, I don't
0: think he had children with him, but I just, like, the fact that it was just mentioned over and over that he was a bus driver, I'm like, was he driving the bus? I'm like, why was that so important?
1: So it wasn't that bad of an accident, obviously. I mean, she was able to get out or and call for help It herself. seemed like...
0: Um, It was snowy, it was February, and it seemed like she kind of just like slid into the ditch. There were some reports that she hit a tree originally, but that's not what happened, which I'm like, kind of weird that they didn't even have the, but I guess if you don't see the accident, how would you know? Right. And, And as we will get into, we didn't have anybody to tell us what happened. So despite telling the bus driver that she had called roadside assistance, she didn't make any calls for help. And according to him, she appeared to be somewhat disoriented, but I mean, after getting into a crash, I feel yeah, like most people... She could have hit her head or something. Yeah, most people oh. were disoriented after a crash. Still, the bus driver was unsure, so when he got home, which was close to the accident, he called police. And at this time, it was 7.42. Officers would arrive to the scene at 7.46 to find no sign of Mora.
1: Holy cow, that's like less than 20 minutes from...
0: 7.33 is when they saw them in person Mm
1: -hmm. and then
0: disappeared. Officers found her black Saturn locked on the side of the road. And these quotes are from the report from the officer who responded to the scenes. Quote, evidence at the scene indicated the vehicle had been eastbound and had gone off the roadway, struck some trees... Spun around and come to rest facing the wrong way in the eastbound lane. In plain sight behind the driver's seat of the vehicle, I could see a box of Franzia wine. I could also see red liquid on the driver's side door and the ceiling of the car. There was also a Coke bottle that contained a red liquid with a strong alcoholic odor. So it's presumable that she she was was drinking. drinking and driving. In her car, there would also be birth control pills, teeth whitener, textbooks, an overnight bag with workout gear, a week's worth of toiletries, clothing, a necklace that her boyfriend had given her, and her favorite stuffed animal. Hmm. Along with this was MapQuest directions to Burlington, Vermont.
1: Burlington, Vermont. Okay, so this is New Hampshire. She was on her way to Burlington.
0: Possibly, on the way to Burlington.
1: Well, per the map quest. Map quest. Yeah. Okay.
0: So when the officer got to the scene, he would ask the bus driver, who was the last person to have seen Mora, to assist in a search. And soon after this, a state trooper showed up, followed by firefighters and an emergency medical service. So they searched the night of, and it was suspected. That nobody had searched east of the accident, which I'm like, okay, that's kind that's, of weird. Yeah, I mean... search all directions. <laughs>
1: yeah, usually it's like a circumference that they...
0: Yeah, you know. that would be something that the Murrays would come to criticize of the police in the area. The scene, however, showed no foul play, and something that is very important to know is there were no footprints leading from the accident into the woods. And, she, it, and it was snowy, snowing, so.
1: She, so she got she, in the car with somebody else, or somebody took her. That's what it seems like. I mean, in that short of a time period from, you know, when it happened, when the the bus driver saw her and the police officers, I mean, it was less than an hour. It was less than... Right.
0: From when the bus driver saw her, it was 7.33. The police arrived at 46. That's 13 minutes.
1: Yeah. I mean, so she couldn't have gone...
0: Far. Far.
1: No. Especially if she was hurt. He said she was disoriented. I don't...
0: but I think that was because she was...
1: Drunk, mm-hmm. and you read whatever, or at least tipsy. Tipsy, yeah. And there's no footprints, so that I mean.
0: So yes, seemingly no trace of Mora anywhere, despite gosh. just being seen, less than fifteen minutes ago, less than less than fifteen minutes before.
1: Wow. And so, there, it was a more rural area, obviously. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, it wasn't and, in like a city or anything. It, there it was were a or okay, curvy. Yeah. And it's 2004, so it's not a ring camera sort of thing.
1: That's what I was thinking, you know, I mean. Hmm.
0: So looking into the months leading up to her disappearance, reveals some very interesting incidents that happened and some behavior that she was exhibiting that maybe wasn't typical. As I mentioned earlier, her not wanting to be in the military is not the only reason why she would leave West Point. She was actually caught stealing makeup from the campus store and was essentially asked to leave the university to avoid being expelled.
1: Stealing makeup?
0: I mean, it's West Point.
1: Yeah, but I mean...
0: They're pretty extreme. I feel like there would be... Like, military, it's all about authority and obeying authority, yes. and that's... yeah, but not... I don't know. But yeah, that is why she left, because if she would have been expelled, that would be a very right. ugly mark on her record. Right. She found herself in trouble with authorities again, months before her disappearance, when she was arrested for using a stolen credit card. jeez. Oh, she was caught using the credit card to purchase some fast food and was apprehended by authorities. However, she was released on the stipulation that she would exhibit good behavior for the next three months.
1: Did, did they say anything about her having, like, a problem stealing things, you know, as a child, or was that something...
0: It didn't, I didn't. No. Like, there's no, like, klepto,
1: mm.
0: not seeming like that was mentioned. But, I mean, having it come up twice.
1: Mm-hmm. It's been like, what, a year or so of her disappearance?
0: Because she um, was... Okay. She spent two years at West Point... And then, obviously, presumably right before she left is when that happened. So, getting a little closer to before she disappeared. On February 5th, which would be four days before she disappeared.
1: February 5th, I thought she... Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm thinking her birthday was May. Mm-hmm. Sorry.
0: <laughs> February 5th, she would, Maura would have an emotional phone conversation with who she said was her sister while working her job, which was at a campus security. And she was so upset following the phone call that she was escorted back to her dorm room before her shift was technically over, so she was just like very, something was wrong. And all she said to, I think it was like her supervisor, was like it was her sister, but she didn't really give any details on what was wrong. Hmm. Two days later, Mora's father, Fred, would travel to her campus to go car shopping with his daughter, Something that's strange about this visit is Fred made numerous stops to ATMs on his way to the University of Massachusetts, stopping around eight times and withdrawing a total of four thousand dollars. While it was said it was used it was going to be used to buy a new car. The two never had the they never bought one that weekend. They didn't go car shopping. I don't know if they did like I don't know if they didn't go car shopping, but don't they never bought a new car for her. And I don't like stopping at eight ATMs.
1: Yeah, and that probably wouldn't happen today because I know there are certain limits on.
0: But that's why ATMs. That's why I would have to do it at so many. Cause it would no,
1: usually it's like it's a cap per day like,
0: and per like account.
1: Okay, I, I believe. Because
0: and honestly, even like even in two thousand and four, I feel like there'd be easier ways to buy a car <laughs> than to get ATM cash, okay. unless it was like like not. Dealership, kind yeah, of.
1: kind of a homegrown mm-hmm. kind of guy that sells cars in his Facebook backyard marketplace. Mm-hmm. Before yes. Facebook Marketplace, yeah, that, that too.
0: Craigslist. That used to be what people used. During her father's visit to campus, she would borrow his car to go to a party on campus. Um, and presumably, I'm guessing she was maybe staying with him, like at the hotel or something. That he stayed. I was gonna
1: say, I mean, that's weird. If she's in a dorm, but, I wouldn't think her dad could stay. But no,
0: obviously. well, he she took his car. And went back to campus okay. to the party. So she, I think she was staying with him off campus oh. when, she, when he was visiting. Okay. And on the way back in the early morning hours of February eighth, she wrecked it, causing around eight thousand dollars in damage. Luckily, Mora was unharmed. Wow. Withstanding the physical injuries, this was a lot for her to be going through at this time. Criminal charges, right? Unknown drama with the family and now crashing yep. her dad's car. Wow. However, the strangest behavior is yet to come. Hmm. For on February 9th, 2004, Mora would send an email to all of her professors letting them know that there had been a death in the family. Oh, no. And she would be taking a week off.
1: Which is obviously not the truth.
0: There was no death in the family. Mora hmm. called the owner of a condo in Barlett, New Hampshire where she had stayed before with her family, but she didn't reserve a room.
1: She called the resort?
0: A condo, but yeah.
1: A condo, and did what?
0: And I guess inquired about a room. Oh,
1: okay, just inquired. Okay.
0: She also called a booking hotline for hotels in Stowe, Vermont, but again, did not reserve her room.
1: So she like, maybe just checking prices? Or?
0: By that point, she had also used the internet to look up directions to Burlington, Vermont, which is the map quest.
1: Right. Destination, Right.
0: So that's why I say it's really unclear where she was going. But her father thinks that she was on Route 112, which connects eventually to Barlett, New Hampshire. And he says that they went there a lot when they were, um, like, younger. Like, that was a popular vacation spot for, for them. family. She, he said that, quote, she knows it like her backyard. We were in New Hampshire so much, at least four times a year. She was up there every year of her life.
1: Okay, so she took a car, she, she had an accident in her father's car.
0: Yes, the accident in her father's car was technically the day before she went missing. Right. But it's like the early morning, so it's like the night of the 7th, morning of the 8th.
1: Okay, so you said that she was driving, father came there to campus to buy her a car, she wrecked his car, was was it his car that she took, even though it had $8,000 worth of damage?
0: That's another confusing thing. I think that it was like a new car because she had, I think it was like a 96 Saturn. So maybe they were just like planning to get her a new car or like an upgrade.
1: Okay, so to, she did have a car it seems at school. Okay, so that's what she was driving, not her dad's car that she wrecked two days before. It seems like that's case. So she did have a car. That's I didn't realize that she had a car. That was
0: something I also was confused about because it's not really... Like, talked about in the articles, but it was disclosed that they were going to go car shopping, and if she caused that much damage, it doesn't, like... There are pictures of her Saturn, and it looks like it was, like, what happened. It looks like she went off the the road, road, hit something in the ditch, hit a rock, hit a uh, a tree, something like that. Is that the ice? (laughs) Yeah. We're recording at the bar, so very... Very Hassan-esque of us to do. <laughs> actually, there's something coming up that's going to connect to the Hassan bar. Funny enough, but the MapQuest directions, however, were to Burlington, Vermont. So we can't know if her father's right and she was going to Barlett, New Hampshire, or if she was actually going to Burlington, Vermont. But she wouldn't need MapQuest directions if she was going someplace.
1: That she yeah that she was that familiar with.
0: Mm-hmm. So it could have been like a backup plan, one of the two.
1: And, uh, and she knew nobody there that they knew of. That's just, it's odd. Say that again. She knew, she had no friends or nobody that her family knew of that she would be going to Vermont to see. Like or.
0: nobody she was in contact with right. at that time. Like, I don't know if she could have had friends that lived there, but it's not like she was like, Hey, I'm going to come see you. Like mm-hmm. they had no clue. Like it right. was, she was not communicating with anybody. The only, it was mentioned the last time she used her phone was to call her voicemail. Was that, whenever I first read that, to I was call like... call
1: her voicemail?
0: She called her own self, and I'm like, what? But that's what you used to have to do, I guess, yeah. Whenever you wanted to check your voicemail, you would call your own number. Is you that her
1: password, maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. But
0: yeah, that's, like, she called her own number and it checked her voicemail to make sure okay. she had no voicemail. Yeah,
1: maybe that, I can't remember, so, could be.
0: But that was the last call she had made, and... Her phone wasn't found. I didn't mention her phone. It wasn't found at her car, so it was presumed to still be on her, but it was never
1: used again. That is, oh, that's very, very sad. I mean, mm-hmm. and they never, well, I won't ask questions. Keep going. Continue. No questions
0: are welcome, but if that was, <laughs> yeah, we're going to, I think that was going to be jumping ahead a little bit. While we don't know where she was going, we do know that she left and it was reported that she left campus an hour after sending, around an hour after sending the emails. I think she sent the emails at 1.30 p.m.
1: To the she, professors about her supposed loss uh, in the family? Yes. Okay.
0: And at 3 p.m. she left. And she was headed towards New Hampshire. At 3.15, she would stop at an ATM off campus and pull out $280 from her bank account, leaving just 16 left over.
1: That's interesting. $280. You just think. I mean, $250, but 200, 300 I mean, yeah. Most I
0: mean, ATMs only allow you to take it out in 20s, and that left right. less than 20. So she took out everything she could, is what that says okay. to me.
1: Yes, you're right.
0: Because, yep. yeah, PNC ATMs letting you take out the 10s did not mm-hmm. exist in 2004. No. She then purchased $40 of liquor. She purchased some Bailey's, Kahlua, and vodka along with the Francia wine that was found in her car.
1: Is this why you picked me to be on this episode? <laughs> That's Clough why... And vodka and Baileys? <laughs> I asked you the other day if yes. that was mm-hmm. the,
0: the mudslide ingredients, because mm-hmm. whenever I was reading that, I was like, wait a minute. Okay. That sounds like your favorite drink. You switch, though. You don't drink those anymore, do you?
1: I just use Baileys or Irish cream and caramel vodka.
0: I thought you drank your, like, sweet tea things now, maybe.
1: Oh, I do sometimes, but for the most part, I drink... I drink that. Mud
0: signs, yeah.
1: Uh, we call it a caramel Irishman.
0: A caramel Irishman. Yep. Did you like make that up? You
1: and I, yes. You and I were the ones that found the caramel vodka when we were at Myrtle Beach, like three oh, years yeah. ago. Remember, yeah. we went to the liquor store, yeah. liquor store, and half of it was a liquor store, and half of it was like a wine store. Beer. Right. And I felt fa- I was I was trying to find something different for Dad, different but vo- different vodka. I'm like, oh, caramel vodka. Little did I know we had it here the whole time.
0: You just never, yeah, just never saw it. it. Nope. There's a podcast that um every episode they have a themed cocktail around <laughs> their drink, and it's a mom and a son. It's called what? Brutal Bazaar and Boozy.
1: Well, that's cool. yeah,
0: it's really cool <laughs> they, it's always it's funny because they always like hate the drinks they make most of the time because it's way <laughs> too strong. <laughs> yeah. The moms like so they no, just no, try no. something
1: different each time they like find a recipe or something for something different.
0: and it's like themed to the drink. I mean it's themed, themed to, to the, the episode. story
1: okay oh. It's like the uh, dinners we used to go to down at the lake house, where they would have uh, a bourbon dinner or a vodka dinner, and they would use it in each course of the meal: the appetizer, the main course, the soup, the salad dressing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Similar idea.
0: So yes, got a little sidetracked with the alcohol, <laughs> but she purchased this forty dollars worth of alcohol, and she would leave the Hadley or Hadley, not quite sure, Massachusetts area around four thirty p.m. in her car, heading north. And that leads us to the 911 calls.
1: 911?
0: The two 911 calls that reported the accident. Oh,
1: that reported the accident. Yeah. Okay, okay. The bus driver. Okay, yes, yes, and yeah, the... the bus driver. Okay, yeah. 911, of course.
0: So this case has easily become one of the most well known unsolved mysteries for good reason now that we have all of these confusing pieces to put together. Numerous searches have been conducted, including the excavation of a basement. That was suspected to possibly be hiding Moro's remains and nothing was found where the basement was along route 112 which is where they the car was the car okay and it was like a lot of internet sleuths and they had like pretty good like they were like they convinced the authorities to do this so they they had evidence like they were like it's not just conspiracy theory at this point and what was, was the evidence I think that, like, they had to use dogs and just different, like, web sleuthing that is beyond. I'm like, I'm getting there, slowly but surely. But, I like, some of the documentaries, like, there's a documentary which you will never, ever be able to watch called Don't Fuck With Cats. And oh, it's about God. this guy who was posting videos of him killing cats oh, to the Internet. And eventually evolved to people. And some Internet sleuths. Took them down. They're Good. like from the United States, and they like it, it's insane. They they like zoomed in on a vacuum cleaner. They're like this is only made in Colorado and this state. They called the plate like they wow. did everything. They like, did
1: some deep research.
0: Deep and like the and of course when they contacted authorities book. before he had killed somebody to warn them, they're like nope. They're like you guys are just like nerds, internet <gasps> nerds who have too much time. Oh my time. gosh! And then he killed somebody and posted oh it to the internet. Oh my gosh! So yes, web sleuths. Wow, sometimes. They just come up with some crazy conspiracy theories also they can do some pretty good detective work
1: yeah i mean it, people are passionate about helping other people mm-hmm. you know and now with the ability to research things and find information a little easier today than it was 20 years ago mm-hmm.
0: and we're going to get the in There, day there's been something recently done that makes just what you just said easier for law enforcement to do so that's good but so basement excavation I think that was in 2019 or 2020.
1: Nothing. Jeez. Wow.
0: No, I'm telling you like this case is worldwide like it is huge. It is huge. Like if you that's I that's literally why I had to get you because anybody else would have heard like anybody else who listens to true crime podcasts at all has heard this case.
1: Or watches the news or reads the newspaper, none of which I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you
0: t- you are an ostrich with your head in the ground. But that's I mean, ignorance is bliss with the yes, current events. That's
1: exactly why I'm the way I am. Because yep. I don't need anything to make me not happy.
0: <laughs> but and what's perfect though is that you know that you because you don't keep up with that stuff, that you're very receptive to ideas. Yes. And you're not going to be set in your no. any
1: ways. I've learned a lot mm-hmm. from you and these podcasts and from you.
0: And dad too. But I'm just like saying oh, yeah. like different like you different like views. Yes. You are Yes. Susceptible to yes. actually Both listen. Both sides of any story. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Because you're right. Because I'm, in essence, I'm ignorant because I don't care to
0: And a lot of times, about <laughs> ignorance combined with like this kind of stuff, like you just pick one side and you are so strong to it because Mm-mm. you really don't. Nope. But yeah. Mm-mm. So just a little shout out because we just kind of came at you for not keeping up with the news. That's but okay. I don't you, care. You do listen. At one point, there were bone fragments that were found at the base of Loon Mountain. In New Hampshire, and it was pos like it was thought that this could possibly be her, and like
1: nothing. how long after the accident? I mean, was that it... was
0: recently. I think okay. that like same around the same time as the basement, like within the last five years. Within...
1: Could they even tell? I wonder at that point. I mean, fifteen, fourteen years, sixteen oh, yeah. years, whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm like I feel like
1: I guess technology and science. They could depending
0: on we don't I don't know what bones they were. You know, like so, but it was determined not to be her. And just as recently as July of 2022, oh, officials conducted a fresh ground search of a very large area in route, of Route 112. They said that there was no new information to prompt this search and did not reveal if any evidence was found. But they also said typically this is not the type of thing that they would reveal at all. But because it was such a large search that it would have caused public concern.
1: So a large ground search is what it's called?
0: Yes, there was dozens of police officers, uh, cadaver dogs.
1: Why? 18 years later? Did they find the have, body. I mean, did they, as I'm saying, did they have a, uh, just no, still looking? Just, there's no just, body,
0: no body has been found.
1: It's just odd that after, uh, not that they shouldn't keep looking, I'm not saying that, it just surprises me that after 18 years, they conduct a search, why didn't they do it? they 17 have 17 years ago oh.
0: They, oh there's been so many <clears throat> okay. there's been so many they, they just and that's why they like they say that there is no new information but maybe there is they keep that's things close what to I was the chest at. yeah that's kind of what I was getting at and guess. it's it's you just like your heart has to go out to the family because yeah. it's like
1: you have no finality you, no. your hopes and yep. then nope and then
0: hopes and then even if you were to get that news it makes it it, it makes closure a little easier but like there's no such thing
1: no that's Not something you child. would definitely
0: learn no such thing as closure.
1: There's closure, but you don't forget. You at least you have peace of mind in knowing that your child's not, or your loved one, or whomever is not out there, captive somewhere, mm-hmm. being taken advantage of, mm-hmm. in a bad way.
0: Also, in the beginning of this year, there was a criminal apprehension profile created for Mora, and this helps agencies around the country share resources regarding her investigation. Kind of like something mm-hmm. you were talking about, mm-hmm. more so for like right. uh, non-professionals. But that is right. from the FBI.
1: So they just created that profile that, when, like, recently the beginning of
0: this year. Because hmm. really, like, there's not there's like not many suspects. I don't think there was no suspects mentioned. Like, had there nobody no. was seen. Yeah. Like, there's no foul play suspected, other than the fact that clearly <laughs> this screams foul play. We're going to get, I have like five theories that are big, like the most common theories I have, like the and I subscribe to the most, and you kind of said it right off the bat before we even got into a lot of it. You're like, somebody had to snatch her up, and that's pretty much what I believe. Do you hate the sound of your alarm clock? That daily reminder that it's time to get out of your warm and cozy bed and take on your event-filled day. Do you find yourself hitting the snooze button too many times? Or relating to memes on Facebook about leaving for work five minutes after you were supposed to clock in and hoping to still be on time? Well, then I have the product for you. Early Bird Morning Cocktail has completely changed how I see my early mornings. Their morning cocktail is a powdered drink mix that you make every night before bed in their handy-dandy insulated shaker. After making your cocktail, just leave it on your nightstand for the next morning. What I personally recommend is setting your alarm for 15 to 20 minutes before you actually want to get up. When it goes off, drink your cocktail and go back to bed. When your next alarm goes off, you will be hardwired and ready to get shit done. But wait are energy drinks, like, super bad for you? Well, Early Bird is not just an energy drink. It's a specifically crafted dietary supplement with added electrolytes and mood-boosting nootropics. Their energy blend consists of organic green coffee caffeine, blueberry, broccoli, tart cherry, and green tea extract, as well as additional ingredients that are all easy to pronounce and understand. So if waking up in the morning is something that you struggle to do, go to clubearlybird.com today and try Early Bird Morning Cocktail. Use code NOTADDINGUP10 for 10% off your order and start kicking the alarm clock's ass today. That's NOTADDINGUP10 for 10% off your order at (laughs) clubearlybird.com. Breaking down the five biggest theories surrounding where Mora went. So theory number one is that it was a serial killer or kidnapper or something of the sorts, and they stopped in the middle of the road to potentially offer her help and snatched her up. There is a point where her father was convinced that it had to be a local to the area, and I'm not sure if he still holds this view. But the locals were like pissed that he would even insinuate that they were like nobody in our town would do something like that, mm-hmm. and I'm like I like
1: there's always somebody bad. Yeah, that but you trust also that you think are good that aren't. But
0: the fact that like two people within this area, right, both called mm-hmm. and like the one it guy was like, such a
1: short time, yeah.
0: And the bus driver just seems like such a good guy, <laughs> like he stopped and was like, "Are you okay?" And then he was like, "Ah, I don't think she's okay. I and still think that we yeah, need yeah. to do something about this." Oh. So and proceeded to help the police right, with the right. search. Search, yeah. And he was suspected at one point, which I'm oh. like, he called nine one one and then helped them. Look, yeah. I, I feel like he could have just kept driving.
1: Well, and the other people, the people that also called nine one one before, he they was there. yeah,
0: they just called to report the accident, which is still like good right, Samaritan, right. but they didn't really go and anything. They were. It seemed like they were a little far away because at first she said that it was a man smoking a cigarette, and then she was like, "Well, actually, I can't see very well." It could just be the light of a phone, and I don't know if it's a man mm-hmm, or not, mm-hmm. and she did have a phone that had a red light. So yeah, and that... it would
1: have been dark at that point yes, in February. Yes, yeah. yes,
0: So I definitely don't think it was the bus driver. Um,
1: no, well, me neither.
0: But I would, I would definitely give this theory the most weight, because that she was snatched up by a predator, kidnapped, and taken far away. The fact that the body has never been found, despite so many searches, makes you think she could have She could have possibly even left the country which is kind of leading us into theory number two and theory number two is that this was all planned and she was trying to disappear
1: that's what i was thinking maybe she i mean so maybe she went of her own accord
0: mm -hmm. something that kind of gives this theory a little credence and it wasn't in every article i read but it was in a couple so i'm not positive and i didn't really want to talk about it too much but she possibly was expecting a child so that definitely added on to all of the other stressors in her life
1: mm-hmm. what a, uh, you mentioned that she did have a boyfriend cuz she had something in the car from him mm-hmm. i mean did he shed any light on any she, of it
0: she had left him a message saying like just like a typical like love you talk to you later but There was, I think it was in her dorm room, they found a lot of her belongings packed up, and I'm kind of jumping ahead of myself because this is going into the next theory, but they found a lot of her belongings packed up, and they found a letter to her boyfriend, and I don't know if she had sent it, or if it was just kind of one that she wrote and never sent, but it was kind of detailing the problems in their relationship, but it was also saying that her boyfriend was in the army, I believe, or... He wasn't, like, on campus he with her. He wasn't
1: there. Maybe she met him at uh,
0: uh, West, West Point. Point. Yeah, that's very likely. But it's also, like, this is just the theorist and me, but she was not showing in any way, shape, or form. If she was expecting a child, it was very recent. So, like, how, like, maybe she, it wasn't her boyfriend's child.
1: Yeah, But you would think, well, she's 20 years, or 21 years old, I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was pregnant, hopefully she wouldn't have been drinking I mean I know that's just being parent but
0: uh-huh but not if not if she had no intention to keep it
1: that's true as well that's true yeah
0: because she was seemed like very focused and career-oriented I don't know like oh she yes. described yeah. as an overachiever
1: right With her, you said sports but honestly in school, that so. it
0: seemed like maybe that was like pressure put
1: onto her it is like, obviously and when people you know so many people like to live vicariously through their children Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that that's yeah, the case, yeah. but you know, when somebody is, uh, uh, an athlete and, um, you know, and she had the goal to go into the military and all, you know,
0: got accepted to West Point. Right.
1: Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. People have high expectations of, of people like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, in a good way, it's just, you know, you're proud and happy. And other times people, uh, put too much pressure on their family or their kids or, co whatever, whomever the person is.
0: And I know, like, you guys are, you never put pressure on me in any way, shape or form, but I think that, like, being a quote-unquote, like, overachiever, or like, going above and beyond, when people, like, congratulate you and tell you, oh my gosh, you're doing so great, oh my gosh, like, it's almost like a double-edged sword, because it's yeah. like, you just worry, like, what if I don't, what if I slip up, something like that, you know? It's just like, even, like, praise is still, in a way, pressure,
1: I can see that. I understand Mm -hmm. what you're saying.
0: So, in her situation, it could have been. Don't ever take it that way from me. Realized that I plugged in my outlet and then never plugged into my Mac, but now we're we're charging. Another piece of evidence gone to this theory that she planned to disappear was that she could have used the money from her father, because she didn't. Her bank account showed no more information, and it only had sixteen dollars in it.
1: So the money from her father for, that he brought the $8,000 4, or $4,000 the 8 stops at the ATMs, yes.
0: Okay, let me do a little math. Like cuz I wonder how much um that would be today. Cuz 4,000 you wouldn't be able to do shit with that today, but like would you be able to live for a couple months, you know?
1: <laughs> well, you could live I mean, for, you, you could, could live you for could live right now a month. A month. It depends. you could find a place how to you, live de- depending on where and how you choose to live. But like I mean, Having could- nothing,
0: nothing, yeah. nothing, no, clothes. no place to live, she would have to make a deposit. She would have to like.
1: Maybe she f- stayed in a hotel. Maybe she stayed in like a you know, a dive hotel or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, one night stay in hotel, you know. So
0: four thousand dollars. Oh, okay. It's only six thousand three hundred, so still not enough to like. Start a new life. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Especially if she were to leave the country.
1: Well, that would be hard because, first of all, she would have to have, I mean... Cash? She'd have, she'd have to have a passport, and there would be record of that. I mean, you can't just, you know what I mean? It would be you very... You can't just leave the country. You can. I know you can, but I mean, it would be hard. I, she didn't. Ha- yeah. I mean, she didn't have a vehicle at that point. She left the car. You said she left the car behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a big... I don't know that I believe that she left the country. I am a not. lot of
0: people think she went to Canada specifically.
1: Well, but there there's was, that too, because she was headed that direction. And She's
0: never been sighted in Canada, though.
1: Oh, Canada's a big place.
0: <laughs> very rural, yeah. I
1: mean, it's a huge...
0: <laughs> and it's, like, very yeah. s- scarcely populated.
1: Especially in that where she was going across the border. It's not...
0: Yeah, I big never cities. think about how big... I'm, like, so ignorant to Canadian history, Canadian culture, Canadian anything. Like... It's they're the like kind of is from very not a giant player in world history. I feel like we mm-hmm. like I know a lot about European history. I guess right, specifically well, European right, well, history.
1: There's a lot to know about it, though. I mean, a lot happened
0: because they basically owned the entire world for a little bit. The sun never set on the British <laughs> Empire. So theory number okay. Re- recapping because we have been put two ADHD people together in a podcast, and this is what you get. <laughs> We have all um, place. We have theory number one, which was she was abducted by a serial killer or kidnapper. We have theory number two, which she was planning to disappear on her own accord. Mm-hmm. Theory number three is that she was lost in the woods and died from exposure.
1: But you would think, um, given the state that they, uh, the the police or not the police officer, but the um, school bus driver said that she looked a little bit disoriented, or the the other people who called nine one one. I mean, how far could she have gone in the cold if she had, you know, been shaken up from a car accident? I mean, obviously she could get out and move around. She wasn't that hurt, but that's not to say that she couldn't have hit her head and had something, you know, a bad head injury. It doesn't seem like she could have gotten that far. And they, as an extensive of a, of a search mm-hmm. as they had have done multiple times. They would have been able to find something.
0: Yeah, I don't, your first part of that, I didn't really even give any thought to I like I definitely think they would have found her by something, now. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Maybe, and the footprints, no footprint.
1: Right, right. Right. And it wasn't like it just like warmed up to seventy degrees and everything melted the next you know, I mean and they couldn't find him. So I mean mm-hmm. it was there would have been some trace of her and moving. It was the, the night
0: up though. Like they didn't see the footprints that that's night. what
1: I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean it's not like they would have had been able to find something. The middle of the winter it was snowing. They would have seen something. And they were there so quickly, you know. Law enforcement was there so quickly. After the accident to the scene minutes. of the accident. Yeah.
0: Is that quickly? Huh? Twenty minutes I guess minutes? if it's a rural area. Well yeah. I mean I was I was trying to think of that and I don't know if that's very
1: well, twenty minutes, but from the time that the police called and were notified, they were there within less than ten minutes. No. You said like four, 30 some thirty three to seven
0: twenty seven was the first nine one one call. Okay. They arrived at 46.
1: Oh, I, th- I was looking at that when the the bus guy mm-hmm. called. That's, so that's why that's... I was
0: like, he, they arrived four minutes after Still. the bus driver called, but that was after the original mm-hmm. call. But so s- it's not like they waited and lollicapped. No.
1: no, no, no. I don't think that at all. I, I would think, you know, I mean, again, and it is probably a rural area. I mean, New Hampshire's all rural, <laughs> so.
0: So that theory I really don't really buy uh-uh. into. And theory number four is a sad and possibly true theory, in my opinion. And mm. that that is suicide.
1: That's what I just thought you were going to say when you said sad. But again, they would had to have been able to find something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some trace of...
0: Something that the family kind of really resents is that in uh, the beginning of the investigation, police were heavy on insinuating that this was the factor. Why? good question. Why? And like why, especially why, when she had teeth whitener and her textbook, like those, all the other things aside, like if you were planning to commit suicide, who the fuck cares if your teeth are white and who the fuck cares if you get your homework done for Monday or whenever, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have taken Mm
1: -hmm. those
0: things like like clothing, her favorite stuffed animal, a necklace, those Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. kind of understandable because you still need the bare necessities and those things are sentimental. So like if you were going to do something mm-hmm. that like that right. having those things with you but like the little things like i she wouldn't have taken her textbook or the teeth whitener in my opinion but the fact that she had everything in her room packed up is kind of suspicious but it also could have been she would have she was just if she was quitting, gonna... she was just quitting college yeah
1: that
0: could like she was just like i'm done i can't do this anymore i need to get away i need to think about this but like i don't think i'm going to come back here mm-hmm. i don't think this is for me you know like, that could have also yeah, gone... she sounds
1: like she definitely had some issues with the, you know, with the two stealing incidents and the drinking. I mean, there's seemed some...
0: like she had a lot of pressure on her. Yep. That was...
1: She's trying to get... Maybe trying to get away. That's... Mm-hmm. Maybe she is in Canada.
0: But... I don't know. I, I, 20 I,
1: years, somebody, surely... And, like,
0: with how big it's gotten. Mm-hmm. But that that's also, like, how big it's gotten. It's, like, just as heavy weighing on, like... Do you come out and say, okay, like, this is what's happened, like, I'm okay, and then it's all okay? Or do you not? Because, you know what I mean? If you do it, then it's going to cause a huge uproar. But if you don't, I, you know what I mean? I feel like it's, it just... I wonder
1: if the, I mean, we, we talked about the pressure. I wonder if a lot of it came from the family. That's, I
0: mean, yeah, that's what I was kind of insinuating. Because mm-hmm. we don't know.
1: Right.
0: Like, we don't know if she was even, self-driven if, right. or not. But it was from a young age. But I knew plenty of people in high school who were athletic and extremely smart and had very good grades and lived in a family where if, I feel like if they were to get a B or something like that, it would have been an issue. It's not like,
1: That's horrible. so, yeah.
0: but that we, and like, I can't say that that is the case. Right. But with, she just seemed like she, there was a lot weighing on her, a lot yeah. that we don't have access yeah, to. And
1: sometimes that, that, all right, so she stole twice.
0: That was maybe caught. That, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Then
1: maybe it was almost kind of like a, I'm going to do something bad.
0: My mom just did the middle finger, so
1: you can not <laughs> see
0: that. But yeah, um, yeah just mean, like a, a feud to authority.
1: And, and I am going to do something bad. I'm not perfect.
0: Something I need to mention, though, because it seemed like she kind of, not necessarily was a klepto, but that using other people's credit cards might have been something routine for her. Because she said she got it from a re- uh, re- receipt at a pizza place. Yeah, but
1: that would be very easily traceable. Where it was used. I mean, even then, cameras.
0: Yeah. Cr- you know, banking. But and I some, don't know. I, I, it just seems like somebody who would know to do that, like probably wasn't necessarily their first time doing it. Maybe not. No. I'm, yeah. Maybe I'm yes, agreeing, no. yeah.
1: But she's. St- I'm still. They would. I think that somehow the authorities would have been able to find. Her, if she if she were continuing to do that and, like...
0: I wasn't... No, not continuing. Oh, okay. But, like, when she got caught, okay. she stopped. But, like, yes. she had done it in the past prior okay. to that. Right. Because if she had stolen right. from the store... And had and gotten caught.
1: Okay. I got you.
0: And stealing makeup, that is definitely, like, a klepto thing to steal. It's not something you need. No. Like, if you're going to steal, like, a loaf of bread or, like, tampons <laughs> something like that.
1: Yeah. Something that that's... You pr- can't yeah. go without. Yeah. That's very sad. They're all sad because you don't... All these stories, you just don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: And theory number five, last but not least, is that she was driving with somebody else, not in the same car, but in a caravan of sorts. And after she had crashed, they noticed and maybe continued for a little bit and then looped around and came and got her. This is possible. However, I, like we've already said, it is very difficult to disappear into thin air and just leave your name right. behind.
1: And you would think if that were the case, unless uh, somebody—I mean, one of those people—that person
0: would have been found by now,
1: or or come forward. Yeah, said. That's
0: funny. I literally, after in my notes, I said I feel if this were the case, she, uh, she would have been found by now. Like that's, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So what? Where, wow. where do you think you lie?
1: I don't know. I mean,
0: I just that- think with how much how much attention. And how much resources have been dedicated to it? It's just interesting that nothing has been found. Like, I feel like if she was, if she passed away anywhere in the
1: Area? 15 mile radius, like, yeah. then
0: she would have been found by now. I think that somebody took her far away. It either murdered her and disposed of her somewhere else in the country, yeah. or even darker, like sex trafficking. Oh, God. That's, and that's probably I'm, like uh, one of the most realistic ones because where is she? Doesn't seem like she's in this country.
1: And yeah. A I, lot of the I, times that, people get
0: sex trafficked, they're not going to be kept in this country.
1: What is wrong with people? I just, I don't get that. I don't, I'm, Money. Money. I know. I, and I, that's, I don't care. I'm not a money power kind of person. I know that's the root of all evil, Money.
0: And I'm like, I'm pretty driven by money, but I'm like, I uh, like selling somebody. It can't make you
1: happy. Money doesn't make you happy. It can make your life a little easier at times. Obviously, I mean, you need a certain amount of money to survive and to get by, but it's not doesn't make you happy. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it. I I agree with what you're saying that if something happened to her, if she was by herself and got out of that car, and you know, somebody would have seen her or found some traces of her having seen her been that
0: evening or seen her from since then
1: since then yeah. or that evening maybe not that evening okay because it was dark and mm-hmm. it was the middle of the winter mm-hmm. and it was a rural area okay but found some type of traces of what had happened to her or, I don't want to get in the gross stuff body you know what I mean her mm-hmm. um, and they I mean you said they found that that bone that they thought perhaps could have been hers at the base of that one mountain you mentioned early on and so it shows that things can survive, you know, and some of your other podcasts, things can survive and be out there in the in the wild and the wilderness and the elements for so long and still be found. So the fact that, what, 18 years later, they're still looking and not able to locate anything. Oh, gosh. Bless her heart. Mm, very, very sad. They're all sad. Yeah. It's just all... Definitely a... God bless her family because... Just not years. knowing, mm-hmm. not knowing.
0: Mm-hmm. And, may, like, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully something comes from this, like, July kind of, like, resurgence of... Not necessarily interest, because interest never left. Interest never right. left this case. But just hopefully there is something that sparked their search.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they did the mm-hmm. land... Because that's
0: something that if you listen to true crime and you look at true crime a lot is if there's a case where, like, there's, like... There's been a lot of information that's released, but now there's kind of like a lag. That's hopefully a good sign that uh, authorities are keeping things close to the chest and they don't mm-hmm. want it to get out and potentially uh, ruin the investigation.
1: That's true. So
0: hopefully that is
1: yeah. what's happening here. Let's hope. A but miracle y- would be good.
0: A miracle would be good? Yeah. Yes, it would be. It would be. But that is the case wow. of Mora Murray, and we still don't know where she is or what happened.
1: Wow. Okay. Almost 20 years, right? You said 2004? 2004. 2004. Years Fe- February, so will be 19 years. Wow.
0: I'm going to give a number now for the New Hampshire Cold Case Unit if anybody were to have any information regarding to this case. The number is 603-223-3856. That is 603-223-3856. While it is a slim chance that anybody listening to this would have anything of use, you never know. And anything can help as long as you are certain of it. So,
1: Truthful, if, yep. Being truthful. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't send the police on a wild goose chase right. because that happens all too frequently in true crime. But
1: Wasting their time and resources, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And I just want to take a moment to send my sympathies and thoughts to the Murray family as I can't imagine what the last nearly 20 years have been like. And I hope that within the near future that something comes from these investigations and you can get a little closer to having some closure regarding Mora. Before I ended this episode, as always, I wanted to thank my co host. So thank you, Mom.
1: You're welcome, Patrick. I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> Lisa Hassan will definitely be making another appearance on the podcast. And my dad's gonna be my dad's gonna be on soon too, hmm.
1: so Look out, world. Yeah. it's <laughs>
0: <There's laughs> probably going to be a lot more commentary when mm-hmm. when Dad's here, but that will be something that we get into in the future. I don't know what kind of case I'm going to have with Dad, because I really don't have to hold anything back.
1: No, you don't. <laughs> he can handle anything. Yeah. He can handle anything.
0: But thank you again for coming on the show, and I hope that you enjoyed me walking you through this case. I
1: did. It's... um. I, I did enjoy it. I, I'm not going to say I was not a little nervous, but um, yeah, I just, uh, like you said, I just feel for the family and I can't imagine the un- just living your life and not knowing so. Mm.
0: I hope all of you guys listening are having a great morning, afternoon, or evening. <coughs> and I hope you all tune in again soon for another case that just does not add up. <music>